going back to that first observation of, of the coiling, that was really counterintuitive. You know, we were wondering what the heck's going on there. But but at the same time, it felt familiar. You know, if you if you got the, you know, your earbuds, you got any cable or, or you know, <laughs> fiber or, or mm. uh, rope or anything, it twists up, right? It, you know, if you twist a, a, a cable, it's going to form these supercoils. So you know it was familiar. We we see it every day. It's mostly a pain in the in the neck, really. It, it causes the fibers and cables and things to tangle. The difference here, the thing that made it really interesting, was that this was happening without us inserting any twist. It was just happening by swelling, and that's what sort of uh, really was surprising, but it also created a lot of interest. You know, we started thinking, hey, this is really interesting. Let's try and find out some more about it. That led us to the, the DNA and the, you know, the, the biological community had done a lot of modeling on DNA. A lot of those ideas lead to nothing. And then, you know, sometimes you, you see some strange results and that takes you down an unexpected path. So I think as scientists, we've just got to be open, you know, keep our minds and eyes open to, to these kind of things. For, the, for these particular um, supercoil artificial muscles, uh, the roadblocks are re really around trying to get them out of the liquid environment if possible, so they still work in a more convenient way. Um, mm -hmm. And I suppose if you look at any type of artificial muscle, you know, and I've been involved with a few of them, each of them sort of has the, you know, the next challenge that we're trying to solve and whether it might be efficiency or it might be lifetime, or it might be cost. You know, there's always something that keeps us <laughs> up at night and, well, yeah. exercises our brains. And